Good morning. I'm Emily Reese, and I'm speaking with state climatologist Luigi Romolo. Good morning, Luigi. Good morning, Emily. A lot of rain Sunday night, huh? We did. We had quite a light show uh, filled with thunder and lightning and uh, a lot of rain to accompany it. We had, uh, in some areas, uh, just south of here, uh, Kohoraz gauges reporting up to five to six inches of rainfall. And we had uh, even... Um, uh, some significant amounts to the west of us and to the northwest of us where uh, they're currently experiencing some minor drought conditions, but drought conditions nonetheless. So that should help. And they're also slated to get some more rain uh, a little further north, uh, closer to Bemidji and Grand Forks in that area. Um, and that should also help alleviate some of the drought conditions there, or at least um, put, a, put a stop to it expanding mm-hmm. and for the moment. For the moment. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's going to be pretty hot, or it has been hot and muggy, and that's going to continue. We've got some heat index issues as well. Yeah, we have a heat advisory in effect, and we also have uh, some hot and humid days coming up. Um, all the highs this week are going to be in the at least high 80s, uh, low 90s, and uh, coming up on the weekend, uh, Friday's looking really hot, uh, probably mid-90s uh, from what I could tell. And uh, that, that should continue into... Uh, um, Sunday and uh, Saturday as well. But the rain uh, is going to be on and off all week. We're going to have sporadic showers here and there, and that should help cool things off a little bit, but it won't help much with the humidity. We are going uh, to – this is our muggiest time of the year, really, from from now till about uh, merely to mid-August. Okay. Do you think it's going to be, does it seem like it's warmer than normal right now and it'll be that way this summer or what's your sense of that? Yeah, we're definitely off to a a warmer than normal start here um, in June and it looks like June's going to finish uh, a little above normal. Um, Difficult to say if that's going to continue. Uh, We've had warm Junes and then cooler Julys and then really hot Augusts. uh, or, um, you know, we've had where all three months were above normal or all three were below. Um, and one doesn't necessarily, um, there's, they don't have an inertia or momentum associated with them. It really just depends on what the long-term weather patterns tend to do um, at that particular time. So I said heat index is going to be a problem. Uh, and can you talk to us about what a heat, heat index is? Like, how do you measure that and what it means? Yeah, sure. So it's a very complex equation, so I'm not going to bore the <laughs> listeners with that. But um, it's basically the, the summer equivalent of the wind chill. So in the winter, we have the wind chill, and it's uh, a temperature that we feel. It's not a real temperature. It's it's an, what's what we call an apparent temperature. So if it's minus 20 outside and it feels like minus 40 because the wind's blowing, um, if you put a thermometer out there, it's going to read minus 20. Um, if you put an object outside that's at room temperature, it's going to reach minus 20 quicker if the wind chill 
is below the actual temperature. So the wind, if the wind chill is minus 40, it's going to reach minus 20 a lot quicker than if there was no wind chill. Now, uh, associating that with heat index, uh, wind chill is associated with the wind. So uh, the stronger the wind in the winter, the colder it feels. Um, in the summertime, the heat index is um, proportional to the amount of humidity uh, that we feel in the air. And so uh, the more humid it is, the hotter it feels. And so, again, it's an apparent temperature, and it's based on the amount of moisture that's in the air, not the relative humidity, but the dew point or the absolute humidity. So the, the actual measure of how much water vapor is in a... Um, uh, given unit of air. Okay. And so uh, on days like this, it also seems often to be hazy if it's sunny out. Is it the humidity that causes the haze? The The humidity can cause the haze. Uh, it could also be uh, what we call a dust dome over the city. Um, sometimes when the air is stagnant, the pollutants can build up and cause what we call a dust dome. And if you're flying into a city that has a dust dome, you can actually see it from the airplane as you're approaching the city. It's quite spectacular. And I remember seeing that flying into Sacramento, um, and then flying back into Baton Rouge when I lived in Louisiana. Um, but yeah, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say the humidity plays a big role in that, but, uh, air quality certainly does. Okay. Cause it just, for some reason in my mind, I associate a hazy day with a really hot one, but it really has nothing to do with the humidity, huh? Not really. No. Okay. Interesting. Well, Luigi, what are your recommendations for the week ahead then? Uh, Take precautions. It's going to be hot and humid. Uh, people aren't used to it yet. You know, it's kind of like driving that first snowfall. <laughs> um, you got to ease your way into it. And um, it's very easy to, to get heat exhaustion and not know it. And that could exasperate into heat stroke, which is very serious. So drink lots of water. Carry water with you if you're hiking or traveling. And uh, just uh, make the best of it. Great. State climatologist Luigi Romolo will talk with you next week. Thank you. Thanks, Emily.